0: Welcome back to my podcast. In 15 minutes or less, I'm going to try to bring you a ton of value. That's the stage of life I'm in right now. I really wouldn't want to listen to anything longer than 15 minutes. I'm being a dad with a one-year-old and eight days out from our second baby and trying to be the best I can in my business. So I'm week 11 now, haven't done any collaborations, haven't seen anyone just in the trenches. And right now I'm going to share what I've gathered from these past 11 weeks in my own training because that's been the most requested topic. If there's something you'd like me to cover in a podcast, just however you know me, wherever you communicate to me, let me know. I'll compile the results and next week I'll take the most requested topic. So my goal lately has been really how do I get maximum results in the least amount of time because of this stage of my life. And the workouts have to be pretty simple with stuff I can just easily afford and have at home in my gym. So I'm able to step outside now and get through full workouts, getting maybe the best results of my life in a very short amount of time. So I think this is super useful from an athlete who's in a season to a busy parent, or even to someone who just wants maximum results because this kind of opens the door for me to see how would I put on more muscle and achieve my bulletproofing and longevity potential at the same time. And it's inspired by a guy named Bob Gaida. G A J D A. That's how you spell his last name. Pronounced Gaida. And while there's no magic program, this style is something that I can look at the end of the year and go, "Wow, from now till the end of the year, I'm really going to stack up a lot of quality and quantity of training, and it's really easy for me to track my progress. I believe in not trying to get more than 2% stronger each week, because in reality, if you only got 2% stronger each week at the end of the year, you'd be like, it would be insane. So the point is, even a 2% increase next week compared to this week would be significant and really valuable to me. So I don't even shoot for more than that, and this makes it super easy to track. Now, if we go through Bob's history, he's widely regarded as the last mystery universe, so the greatest physique in the world who wasn't on steroids, meaning at a certain point, the steroids entered the scene, and to be clear, I'm not judging anyone for steroids. I come from a background as a skinny basketball player. I went into high school at 92 pounds, and for me to even now be 190 pounds, and jumping and dunking and stuff, I might even be on the more muscular side for my sport where it's mostly lanky, skinny guys. So I've been lucky. I, I was never put in a position where I had to do steroids in order to potentially provide for my family or reach my goals. So if you're a bodybuilder in today's world, they have to have separate categories for steroids and non-steroids. So if you grew up as a teenager wanting that goal and now you find out you have to take steroids to get there, I can't judge that, and I'm not an expert on this stuff, so it would be better if you have questions on that. Really just consider I'm not an expert, so my opinion on it isn't worthwhile. But what is worthwhile about this data to me is that Bob was kind of like me, a very purpose-driven and spending a ton of his time trying to help people, meaning I could write the greatest, shiniest program in the world But if it's complicated, I probably won't follow it because I'll just get too busy working, too busy spending time with my kid. And I've been this way for many years, so I'm always kind of seeking how to make it simpler, how to make it simpler. And Bob worked at the YMCA. So it wasn't like these days. And in fact, even in his day, there was this shift where steroids entered and then guys started getting these big contracts to be advertising protein shakes and stuff like this. And Bob didn't go down that road. He worked at the YMCA and his passion was getting kids off drugs. So he he managed to build this incredible physique while creating a movement in Chicago, getting kids off the streets and into health. So Bob was crushed when he went into a locker room and saw people now shooting up drugs to gain muscle when his whole purpose of this wasn't really obsessive bodybuilding. That was just an outlet for him to get kids off the streets, off drugs, and focused on their health. So this goes right into the style that he trained. He had his own mentor, so just as I like to give credit to Bob, Bob did the same thing for others. So it doesn't mean you can't go out and create and add what is uniquely your own, but I think it's kind of cool if you can also educate at least on the the previous line where you got something from, and this creates kind of a nice cycle going forward. So, Bob would do 10 rounds of exercises as far apart from each other as possible. What does that mean? So this was called peripheral heart action training. Peripheral meaning on the outside. Think of your peripheral vision, looking at the edge of something. So a way Bob would describe it is that if you took something like a bench press, the most common weight exercise, well, when he then trained people, he wound up inventing a device to load your ankles and get stronger feet and ankles and he would do that while you rest between sets of bench press. So this is exactly how I've been training, not with a flat bench press. I like to do things where there's a full range of motion. So, for example, with a, with a bench press, you would, you would slightly angle the dumbbells. and You'd be under control so that the weight doesn't stop short by hitting your chest. You get a nice, smooth range of motion. Um, and with the legs, it might be working in a certain core or shoulder muscle that no one in their right mind is going to do 10 sets on on the strength of your uh, rear shoulder muscles, or 10 sets on your ankles, this tibialis muscle, this anterior tibialis muscle to be specific. Anterior meaning front, and tibialis meaning of the shin bone. Your tibia is your shin bone. So really, if you just made it common words out of what those words mean, it's your front shin bone muscle. So he invented a device for this. And he became known as a miracle worker with athletes. And like I said, he himself built, you could at least say, one of the greatest physiques in terms of being naturally created. And that's pretty incredible results. So for me, being a natural, skinnier guy, I don't even take any supplements simply because I'm not trying to get advantages. I'm trying to live a a more regular life and see how can I discover things that are going to help just about anyone. So this same concept would be gold for my mom at 68 to be able to keep running the rest of her life. And Bob believed you couldn't have too strong of ankles and feet. These are the gems of an athlete and for longevity being built from the ground up. But like I said, I could not find evidence anywhere in the world of anyone other than Bob doing something like 10 sets for those ankle muscles. So that's a really simple example. And it's super wild and Couldn't find any studies on it, or like I said, any other examples of people training the way that Bob did, and his invention actually fell out of style. So just as he didn't go into the protein shakes and go, he he didn't do the things to get the money, and you could say, oh man, he should have been a better business person, but heck, the guy, he was successful, he completely changed the game, here I am 50 years later, and helping Spread this data. Millions of people are using this data now that Bob had. And had he gone for the quick money grab, maybe that wouldn't have been the case. So you really can't criticize what his decisions were. But the point is, his tibialis strengthening device fell out of style, was no longer being produced anywhere. And two years ago, an Australian equipment manufacturer, home gym guy, he reached out to me and said, what needs to exist that doesn't? And for about five years, I had been strapping weights onto my feet and strengthening my ankles that way and teaching people that way. So I just drew him a diagram said, this needs to exist. So he had a lot of guts to try to make something that already hadn't worked. Well, here we are now, and the biggest companies like Rogue Fitness are now making the exact bars that Bob conceived of so many decades ago, which is just Amazing to think about the effect that he had and the incredible results this is having for people's feet, ankles, and knees. And it's just common sense to have a balanced and proportioned body. But it's tedious as heck. Even for myself, I don't want to do 10 sets of that. But when I do 10 sets of that, for example, yesterday I paired 10 sets of that with 10 sets of chin-ups. Wow, that's now allowing me to build my biceps and back muscles. I've been gaining weight. i I, this is the most, probably the most muscle I've ever had, and now all of a sudden you breeze through your workout and you're like, oh my god, I just did 10 sets of tibialis raises and it didn't even feel that bad because you were pairing it with something else. And I'm only training that once a week. Each exercise, I'm not doing more than once a week. So this is really allowing me to get exceptional recovery. I don't do anything for recovery. I don't. People assume as the knees over toes guy that I take joint supplements and do laser therapy and sauna but I do literally zero outside of that workout. I am just a regular dad. I don't sit in a special chair, I don't sleep in a special way, I don't take any supplements because my shit should work so well that it still gives me complete outlier results and that's exactly what we found. The power of exercise is incredible on what you can do with the body in terms of shaping its mobility and its bulletproofing. So bob Gaida let's keep pushing that name and let's keep pushing this style and now if we think about it for anyone in your life this might be a way that you could get them to start doing really effective exercises just pick two exercises far apart in the body so you don't have to spend any time resting and that can get a little bit trickier let's say if you're talking about a muscle in your back and, and core area but Really, for example, when I train my groin, all right, well, that's like deep in there. That's so deep in the center of my body. What the heck would be the opposite of the groin? Well, in that case, I pair strengthening my groin with strengthening that quadratus lumborum muscle. Don't worry. Quad, think four-sided. It's a four-sided muscle. Lumborum, lumbar, your lumbar spine is your lower back. So again, just think, you're just thinking a four-sided muscle, and you have one of them on either side of your lower back. It's actually your deepest back muscle. So I'm kind of taking the deepest hip muscle, the deepest back muscle. So they're they're still opposite of each other in a way. And again, I don't think of any absolutes in this. All I'm thinking about is, can I make things simple enough that at the end of the year, I'm going to put in all that quality work? And you'll find, for example, with the groin and the quadratus lumborum, the QL, with groin and QL, you can go back and forth. You feel like you don't even need a break. So This is how i've been training it's allowing me to develop more muscle because i'm getting more actual work done the only change i've made in my diet you don't just magically gain weight unless you're getting more calories same with losing weight and i love to just work that day through so for five plus years now i've been eating two meals a day and i probably should eat three meals a day, Two meals a day has worked for me in order to keep my productivity insanely high. So that's what I've actually kept doing. But I had a third shake meal, like a big shake of lots of different fruit and quality protein powder. You could use any kind of protein powder. So really, that could fit any kind of uh, vegan or uh, or you know non-vegan diet. So I have breakfast with my family. Boom, I get to start my work day, And I get to work the whole day through. And just after my workout around midday, boom have that shake then dinner with my family. So for me, uh, it's the exact same diet, but now I'm adding more calories and protein from that shake. So for any person out there, I, I don't believe in trying to tell you you have to eat a certain way. But if, I, if you've been eating a certain way for five plus years, and now I'm doing more volume of strengthening in the same amount of time, but more actual work done, and more volume of food, well, then I'm going to gain muscle. And I just apply this 2% rule of progress. And I just try to get 2% stronger each week. You can see because I'm only doing two strength exercises each session, it's super easy for me to track. I then have a full week of recovery between each exercise. And I throw in two mobility exercises each day. So my flexibility is something really important to me. So I'm going into, boy, how do I gain more muscle? But I still want great cardio. I still want incredible flexibility. I still want that joint bulletproofing from the ground up. So thanks to this peripheral hard action style where I don't have to rest much and I can train with very high quality, it's so fast that I still have plenty of time. And so I'll do 10 rounds of strength and five rounds of mobility. And I think that could work great as little as five rounds of strength and three rounds of mobility, which would take you like anywhere between 10, 20 minutes, depending on the session. So I like to do all the volume. But again, there's there's no absolute with the idea of 10 steps. It's not a magic number. It's just, well, that's a significant amount of volume done and by pairing these different opposing qualities, my focus is able to be so high because the fatigue is not getting in the way of my strength. So there you go. Just uh, endless thanks to Bob. I'm looking down at the timer and we're 14 minutes and a half in. So I hope I got across something that's really valuable for you that you could use for yourself and others. As always, I even put my sets, reps, even you can see the weights I'm using. So I have I have all my programs online, but I even put, what did I title it, What Ben's Doing, just so it's like, look, here you go. If you wanted to uh, copy or get ideas of what I'm doing to even make your own versions, you can see what Ben's doing uh, for those of you who are members. So huge thanks. See ya.